Hi guys, this is episode 12 of The Beauty of Ugly. My name is Sim Tong and let's talk about some stuff. First of all, I want to say Salamat Hari Raya and Aid Mubarak to all my Muslim friends, all my Malay friends. Actually, to all my friends, right? I feel like we are all celebrating uh, Hari Raya this year because we're all stuck at home and in our own way, we're all celebrating it. Can I actually say that in Malaysia? I, I feel like I can. I feel like um, we're progressive enough. And uh, yeah, if I get into trouble for wishing everyone Hari Raya, then we are in more trouble than uh, I thought. So I just did, right? Uh, I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone who made it back to their kampong are safe. And I hope they can make it safely back to the city. Uh, safe journey back to the city. We're always assuming that people go from the city back to their village, right? Or back to their small towns. And there, there are probably some people out there who are um, going from a small town to back home where their family is in the big city. To those people, Salamat Hari Raya as well. Everybody Salamat Hari Raya. Yeah, actually that was yesterday. Hari Raya was yesterday, but I still feel like it is uh, a celebration today. So today is Monday and I'm supposed to do this podcast yesterday. And I feel like uh, it's still Hari Raya um, in my books. Uh, everyone's still celebrating it. Why not, right? It should be more than one day. It's a big celebration here in Malaysia. Um, I want to ask you guys if you have heard of this city called Ulaanbaatar. It is the biggest city in Mongolia and it is the capital of Mongolia. And all I know about it is its name. I've only heard of it. I don't know anything about it. And this week I learned something new about it, which is that Ulaanbaatar actually has a comedy club. And um, I would not have known this to be true if it wasn't shared with me by my friend Brian Aylward, who uh, I spoke to a few days ago on my live stream. I have this, uh, as you know, I have this live stream every day at two in the afternoon where I talk to comedians around the world. And um, I'm gonna continue doing that, right? I'm gonna continue doing this podcast as well. I'm oh, sorry it's a day late, by the way. Um, I really should have done this yesterday. In fact, I did do a recording yesterday. I wasn't happy with it, which is why I'm doing this recording again today. That is what I do for you guys. Um, yeah, Ulaanbaatar. Um, that is why I, I like my live stream. And sorry, today I'm gonna talk quite a bit about the live stream as well, but I am gonna talk about the podcast and the live stream and all the other things I'm, I'm doing. Uh, in as coherent a way as I can. I have my notes here next to me, but uh, sometimes I just ramble and uh, and then I lose track of what I was supposed to say. But the beauty of the podcast is if I forget something, I can actually come back and edit it as seamlessly as I can. And uh, hopefully you guys are not able to uh, tell the difference. Although you probably noticed that uh, recently, I have been recording the podcast basically in one go with very little editing. And so it's not as smooth as before. Um, the output, the, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for here? You see, all this stuff would be edited out in the old versions. But right now I just go for it and I record the whole thing as much as I can in one take and put it out. I might clip the front and the back a little bit where I've made some boo-boos. 
just doing the intro or the outro and then uh, and then that's it you know the middle part it all stays in generally uh, and I'll see if I do that again today I haven't decided I might say something I really regret and I might cut that out right so that's the beauty of doing an audio podcast uh, you don't have to worry about matching the visuals with the audio and basically making it almost impossible to edit smoothly but on an audio podcast you can you know nobody knows if you take something out now, generally nobody notices um, if you're really paying close attention at that point in time in the podcast you might notice um, some parts where it's like hey he's just spoken for 10 minutes in a row without taking a breath you know how is that possible <laughs> and that is probably because I did a bit of editing where I took out the, all the ums and ahs. So yeah, I'm still enjoying doing the live stream, the afternoon live stream. And I, w I think I did mention this. I was doing another live stream in the mornings where I just read the news, right? And I did that for about two weeks. And I kind of stopped that now. I stopped that for about 10 days. In fact, I am also going to take a short break from my afternoon live stream as well for about three days. And the reason is I want to focus back on stand-up comedy a little bit. I feel like I want to... Uh, I don't know if I know how to do stand-up comedy online and I want to pay some attention to it and put some effort into it and see if I can actually... Okay, I'm good at this thing. I'm not good at this thing. What are the areas I need to improve on? Uh, I just want to put in some work in that area because my stand-up is really suffering. I've only done five open mics uh, the last one was like two weeks ago and uh, yeah I'm not doing well I'm not doing well in stand-up at all every time I thought I would do well even in an open mic I thought I would uh, at least get some laughs and I get no laughs and I feel like everybody hates me now and I want to change that you know I, I don't I don't want to keep thinking that so I'm going to put in some effort into the stand-up yeah I've said that like five times already right so yeah, taking a short break from live streaming. Um, I know that uh, Brian and Kieran have stopped doing their live stream. Kavin and Zach have stopped doing theirs about three days ago. And I feel like everyone's a little bit burnt out uh, or they just want to do something different. I know that Stephen Bones was doing daily live streams uh, for a long time. And now he's down to about four a week, which is a much better balance. And I might do the same, you know, I might cut mine down to about three a week for the afternoon one. And that should be a pretty good balance for me, you know. Uh, I might do that. I haven't decided. All I know is I'm taking a three day break right now and it's fantastic. Today I can slack off if I want to, but I'm not going to hopefully. And I'm going to put in some work towards writing and performing jokes at least rehearsing them I just I'm just trying to do a bunch of different things right and I feel like I don't have enough time to do everything that I want to do it's just crazy doing two live streams a day doing one podcast a week and on top of that trying to rehearse and write and perform stand-up comedy it seems a bit much for me because I'm also spending a lot of time learning about a lot of things I need to learn about um, my YouTube channel. Oh yeah, also I'm editing some videos from the live stream and put them on YouTube, which I've done. And I've I've kind of settled on a way on how I want to do that now. I I used to do it in a in a way that I thought was like now that I think about it, it's not very good. I used to just take the whole hour and 
30 minutes and find the most interesting 20 minutes out of the whole thing and edit the hour and a half down to about 20 minutes and the conversation is still kind of all over the place and 20 minutes is still kind of long for YouTube. So I decided like um, now I'm just gonna do this thing where I just pick one part of the conversation that was interesting and zoom in on that because it's very hard to have a 20 minute video from uh, a conversation that's an hour and a half. First of all, the editing is really difficult because I have to find like 15 parts of the conversation and stitch them together, right? And on top of that, there's also the title of the YouTube video, which is hard to decide on because I have to say something vague like this guy talks about this, this and that. And that is not a very good title for a YouTube video because nobody would click on that. They would look at that and it's like, hey, this conversation is all over the place. I might be wasting my 20 minutes. I'm not clicking on that, right? Whereas if it's something specific, if it's a short video and they're talking about something really specific, then I can just zoom in on that. For example, the other day I was talking to Jinx Yeo and we had a really nice chat. But the most interesting part that I really stuck in my mind was when he was talking about doing flyers at comedy festivals. And he had this uh, interesting insight, this interesting experience and his strategy, his own strategy to how to distribute flyers. And I thought like, okay, what was the most interesting part of uh, what we talked about today? And immediately that came to mind because it was still fresh in my memory, right? And so immediately I edited the video and uh, it was done. It was done in like in like less than half an hour of editing. The whole thing was done. I put it on YouTube. It was done for the day. Really easy editing to do it that way. And also because I did the editing right after I spoke to uh, my guest. And that is the way I'm going to do it from now on. So yeah, I'm giving away all my secrets here, right? Um, right after I have the conversation, I do the editing. And that is much easier than giving myself a break because, you know, uh, because I just did some quote unquote work uh, talking to someone and now I deserve a break and then I come back and edit it tomorrow. That is way harder. That is like 20 times harder and takes six times as long to do. Yeah, so um, that's how I'm doing it now for the YouTube. Yeah, so basically my live stream, I'm still chugging on despite um, all my friends that have uh, stopped doing this. Uh, and I'm trying to probably trying to get to 100 episodes. Right now I've done 61 episodes. Uh, 100 episodes seems like it's very long, very far away, still like 39 episodes to go. And uh, I feel a bit overwhelmed when I think of it that way. But it's also in the big scheme of things, 100 is nothing because if you look at any podcast that has any following out there at all, uh, they all have over 100 episodes. Um, if you look at some of the big ones, they have over a thousand episodes, right? Uh, Joe Rogan, who's in the news this week for um, um, having this exclusive deal with Spotify. Spotify basically bought the rights to his podcast and from next year onwards, you won't be able to watch Joe Rogan on YouTube or listen to his podcast anywhere else except on Spotify. Uh, and, and it's going to be fun. I think this might mean that Spotify might have video from next year onwards. I'm not sure, but it could be true because 
uh, Joe Rogan's thing, a big thing about it is it's a video podcast. You can listen to it and that works fine. It is meant for listening. It is a conversation. But at the same time, um, he puts the video out on YouTube and it's uh, it's just two men in a room talking, but it's got multiple camera angles and it's very nicely professionally done, right? As far as uh, two men, um, why do I say two men? Uh, it's a few people in a room talking. Sometimes it's him talk. Most of the time, it's him talking to one other person, which can be a man or a woman. You know, sorry about that. Uh, very uh, non-gender neutral, non-gender equal uh, way of putting it. Just now, uh, don't kill me. I still want to have this podcast. Um, yeah. So yeah, I. What was I? Why did I talk about Joe Rogan? It's because, yeah, because he has over a thousand, I think close to a thousand five hundred episodes now. Yeah, something like that. And I'm complaining about trying to reach 100 episodes, right? So uh, who am I to complain, right? Sometimes I do a lot of things where I feel like I'm dabbling. I'm a bit of a dabbler and that's uh, not, that's, that's me, you know, that's my personality, but it's also nothing to be proud of because, um, yeah, of course it's easy to start something new and it's fun and exciting and you feel all energized by it and you're learning something new every day. And I still am, I'm still learning every, uh, something new every day about the podcast, about the live stream, about YouTube, uh, about Facebook. Um, I'm learning something new every day, you know, doing all these different things. Um, but at the same time, I also realized there will come a day and pretty soon where I will reach sort of a plateau where I'm not learning things every and every day anymore. Maybe the learning is uh, slowed down and it starts to feel a bit like the same thing. You know, it starts to feel a little bit tedious and I'm not sure how to get to the next level or maybe the next level requires a lot more effort to reach. And when I get to that point, then the temptation is to just stop and try something new, right? And yeah, I could do that. But um, I also know that you can't really get anywhere and get uh, good at something if you get to that point and you quit and then you look for something new. So yeah, there is a part of me that loves uh, trying new things. But then there's a part of me that also kicks myself when I give up too early and I don't know if I'm, if I stop my live stream right now, I feel like, yes, I would be giving up too early. If I stop at a hundred episodes, I don't know. I might be giving up too early or I might be, uh, there's this balance, right? Between the, you know, the old saying, they say, um, the definition of uh, insanity, right? You've heard of this one. The definition of insanity is uh, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. There is that. I am aware of this saying out there and I do, it does influence me. I do worry that some days I ask myself like, am I just um, hitting a wall here? Am I just trying the same thing over and over again, expecting to learn something new and I'm never going to learn anything new this way. And then there is this other point of view on the other side, which is the Malcolm Gladwell um, do something for 10,000, was it 10,000 times or 10,000 hours? It's like you got to put in 10,000 hours of effort uh, doing something before you get good at it. 
and uh, I hope that's not true because 10,000 hours seems like so much, you know, especially with regards to stand-up comedy where I'm just doing like five minutes here, 10 minutes there, you know, and how am I going to get 10,000 hours out of that, you know, I don't have enough lifetimes to, to reach 10,000 hours. Uh, but I am gonna try and put in as many minutes, as many hours as I can. And uh, how many? Let's do the math here a little bit. Um, let's say you're a performer in Kuala Lumpur, which is um, not the greatest comedy scene, but a decent comedy scene in Asia, right? Now, a lot of people do come to Kuala Lumpur to work on their new hour. Okay, let's say you are middle of the road performer who can do some weekend shows and you can do some do some open mics one open mic five minutes let's say and then uh, two weekend shows that's uh, let's say 15 minutes 15 to 20 minutes let's call it 20 minutes 25 minutes uh, every other week basically so in one week you have about let's be generous and say 13 minutes or 12 minutes probably is easier to divide 12 minutes so you need five weeks to reach one hour is that about right five weeks to reach one hour so five weeks times ten thousand is that correct that's a lot of weeks that's like 50 let's dig out the calculator what am i why am i trying to do this in my head uh uh fifty thousand weeks so divide by 52 weeks is you need 961 years uh, to get 10,000 hours at that rate. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't know what I was going with that. Uh, I'm just wasting your time here. But it's a lot of hours. And basically, there is the 10,000 hour idea where you have to do something a lot to get good at it. And then there is the other idea that, you know, you shouldn't keep trying the same thing when it's not working out for you. And I never know which one to follow, you know. Sometimes I'm like, uh, am I in this situation or am I in that situation? Should I keep going or should I stop and try something new? And uh, yeah, I I don't know. But I feel like I'm still learning. There's a lot of uh, technical stuff to learn as well. I'll tell you what, I've been spending so much time uh, in the past week reading just reading about gear that i might need and it's driving me nuts because this whole podcast and the live stream and everything that i do nowadays is just recorded on this um usb microphone which is decent it's it's okay it's not it's not the best and it's okay enough for me because I, i'm not an audiophile you know i can't really i'm not very good at listening to the differences between a good microphone and bad microphone a good sound system and a bad sound system and also, they, they say it's something to do with age as well. As you grow older, you can't hear the higher frequencies as much. Um, yeah, in fact, the other day, I had this interesting conversation with Tuck. And now I'm going off on a tangent again. And Tuck told me that in Japan, they do play this high-frequency sound that only kids can hear. And it annoys them. And then uh, they play it at the playground and at certain hours to get the kids to go home, you know. And the kids don't know about it, but it, it kind of like, it works, you know, it annoys them. And then they go home, they're like, okay, this place sucks. And then they go home uh, in time for dinner, right? Uh, and it's kind of a crazy idea to me, but I thought I'd share that with you. But it is true. Um, I'm not, so I'm not good at uh, discerning. I'm not the most discerning uh, audio listener. But 
I don't know, right? I might be the only one and you guys might be listening to this podcast and thinking to yourselves, what is wrong with the sound quality? The one thing that I do know about is uh, audio clipping, which I've been guilty of a lot where I I have the gain on the microphone turned out way too high and then I laugh into the microphone or I get a little bit excited and talk a little bit loud and then it just sounds horrible. That one I can tell and I'm trying to avoid. And part of the reason I'm trying to get maybe a better microphone and a better audio interface uh, instead of a USB mic is uh, maybe I want to avoid that, you know. I don't want my listeners to have to deal with this jarring noise when uh, I make a mistake and I talk too loud or I have the mic set too loud. So I'm still learning how to set my mic even even just before this, you know, before recording this, I was like spending the past 20 minutes uh, trying to figure out what level to put this on and record it on Audacity and what mic level to put it on on Audacity. And uh, the answer to that is I have it on 88% right now, uh, whatever that means. On the, I don't have like a gain button on my mic. Uh, yeah, you guys no need to... We are getting a bit technical here. So I've been... I've been spending all this time just reading about audio interfaces and uh, and you know dynamic range and uh, noise floor and um, what's that thing phantom power condenser mics dynamic mics uh, actually I already know about condenser mics and dynamic mics but uh, I didn't know that condenser mics needed phantom power and that's something to look for and yeah so many things man and so for the past, I think, four or five days, I've just been trying to decide on an audio interface to spend money on uh, and and also a mic to spend money on. Uh, and uh, I can't decide on one, you know. you can I can get one for about 160 ringgit, real cheap. And apparently, it might not be very good. So I'm like, that could be a waste of money down the road. So maybe get something a bit better that sounds a bit better. Uh, can handle nicer microphones and uh, so that went up to about 350 ringgit and then I read that uh, this is kind of old and the drivers might not be uh, updated you know they might not have updated the drivers for this and because they have a lot of new products out since then and then I'm like okay I don't want to deal with driver problems you know that's the last thing I want to deal with so I thought like okay get a get a decent one that was released last year maybe uh, and then it's like 450 ringgit. Now we're up to 450 ringgit, right? Which is uh, a little over 100 US dollars. And so now I'm like, okay, that's good. But then I can only plug in one mic. So if I pay for another 230 ringgit, I can get another one where you can plug in uh, two mics. And that's pretty good now. Now we're up to uh, 680 ringgit. And then I look at the next thing, it's like, oh, this other thing is even nicer, you know, it's got even nicer specs, it's, it's like the best, you know, and it's like for, for something that you can plug two mics in and it's like really good quality. And now we're up to like 800 ringgit and I'm like, oh my God, this is getting expensive. And then it's not perfect still, you know, it doesn't have that little knob that you can turn to uh, adjust your mix levels between your microphone and the sound that's coming from the computer. Like sometimes you might decide that you want your microphone to be softer or louder compared to this, the sound of the guest that I'm talking to. 
And when I think about that, I'm like, okay, that knob could be useful. Yeah. So, but then to get that knob, you have to buy the higher range one, which, and now we're up to a thousand ringgit. I'm like, okay. So I went from like 160 up to a thousand ringgit. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about this. So yeah, I haven't decided on one. I might get something that's kind of towards the lower end, but I also feel like it could go either way, right? I If I don't want to regret, maybe I spend the money up front and get something that I know is future-proof. Or I could go the other way and just spend the money on the cheapest thing. And if it doesn't work well, or if it doesn't work at all, I'm like, oh, well, it's only 160 ringgit. Not a big deal. Um, yeah, so I could go either way, but uh, um, I don't know. Either buy the cheapest, buy the best, or buy something right in the middle. I haven't decided, um, but yeah, I've been spending all my time reading about these things and it feels like I'm doing work and feels like I'm doing research, but actually it's actually leisure time. You know, I, I do this in my leisure time. I'm like, oh, I got, I got half an hour now, you know, I can just laze about and read about this thing and watch YouTube videos and it's fun, you know, it's fun learning about this gear stuff. I, I guess I'm a gearhead really. I, I like gear and it's an easy way to feel like I'm moving forward in life if I just spend if I just throw some money in this direction and I'm like oh okay at least this area of my podcast and my live stream has gotten better I hope I think uh, it probably doesn't make a difference but that's what I've been spending my time um, uh, kind of my idle time uh, doing just learning about audio equipment and yeah, I feel like I'm a bit smarter, at least in a tiny, very niche area that probably is not very useful in life. But maybe, maybe it is useful in my situation because audio is very important in comedy, right? Uh, yeah, so what else have I been doing? Podcasting, I've been, I've been thinking about uh, putting in an intro, including some intro music maybe to this podcast. Uh, it should be good. Uh, and then I think about it and I'm like, oh, it is kind of organic if I don't have the intro <laughs> and I haven't had an intro 12 episodes in, I have, I don't have an intro and I don't have an outro. I don't have any music for this, uh, other than what I always say, you know, uh, at the beginning and at the end, which is becoming a bit of a habit. And I thought like, I kind of like it. Maybe I'll keep it that way. Yep. But I would in the future be once I'm done, uh, once I'm done uh, watching YouTube videos about audio equipment, I probably will watch uh, YouTube videos about how to make an intro and outro uh, for both the podcast and for the live stream. And let's see. Yeah, I've, I've just been spending so much time doing these kind of things. And I don't know if it's going to yield any results, right? And there are so many podcasts out there. Um, my friend Gajan has a new one, which uh, is kind of fun and kind of nice. Um, Gajan's a, a great guy that is fun to listen to. And his one is called How You Started La. And he talks to people, you know, um, uh, people in entertainment so far, but uh, could be other people down the road that are from uh, other uh, areas of other industries, you know. And he asked them how they got started and they share their story with him. Um, it's pretty fun. So look out for that. And uh, 
when he advertised his uh, podcast, even on the first episode, I'm like, oh, Gajan's got one episode. Okay, new podcast. And then he's uh, all over, wherever you can find a podcast, you can find his podcast. And uh, I wish I could say the same for mine. You can find my podcast anywhere. You can find this podcast anywhere except on Google because Google hates me. I don't know what's the deal, but Google, uh, if you guys are listening, what what is happening? Like I submitted my RSS feed like six times already and you guys, like it never works. Uh, so I don't know what is the deal. Every About once a week, I would submit my RSS feed again to Google and it wouldn't work. And I go like, okay, maybe, maybe not today. Today is not the day, right? And I'll do this again next week. Uh, hopefully one day they will accept my RSS feed or if not, I just maybe have to do without them, right? Maybe I have to just uh, get big without them and then one day they're going to realize like, hey, there is this big podcast out there that why is it on, on our radar, right? Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Um, just gonna, I'll probably try doing that again this afternoon. And uh, yeah, some people ask me, uh, what is the similarity between my podcast and uh, my live stream? And the basic thing is that, the two basic thing is that, actually there are three things, right? One is that I talk to people on my live stream uh, and on my podcast, I just talk to you guys. I just talk into the recording, send out the recording, and then you guys listen to it afterwards. Uh, and the second thing is, yeah, the second thing is the live stream goes straight out and people are watching it live, uh, whereas the podcast is a recording and it goes out later and I don't have to uh, deal with um, comments, which is fun. I love the interaction and it keeps me interested. Uh, last night, I tried to do this recording of the podcast and I wasn't satisfied with it. And part of the reason is because uh, I was getting tired and this this morning or this afternoon, I still have energy. I can do this, right? And I'm a bit more into it. And I've already done it once last night, so I felt like I have a rehearsal in already. And the second thing is that actually I somehow like to... Um, I like to do the live stream for some reason. And I think part of the reason is there. I know that there is people out there watching it right now and I'm addressing them. And so that brings a different energy to it. And maybe it's also because it is something visual as well, because previously I was just recording, like even last night I was just recording the podcast and I was just looking at audio waves and just looking at the audio waves, looking like, is it spiking? Is it um, clipping? Um, am I too loud? Am I too soft? And it's kind of boring looking at audio waves. Whereas with a podcast, uh, um, no, with the live stream, it is a visual thing. I kind of like, I'm looking at my own face at least, even if there isn't a guest and I'm just rambling to myself. Um, I'm looking at a face at least, and that helps a lot. And in fact, uh, <laughs> another secret I'm giving away here now is I'm trying something new right now where I'm recording this and I have audacity and I'm, I'm looking at the waves to make sure it's okay. But I also have the webcam on pointing at myself. It's not recording. It's just showing me what I'm, uh, what the webcam sees, which is my own face. And in that way, I feel like I'm doing a better job this, uh, right now than uh, last night. 
and there are other factors involved as i mentioned but uh, it seems to be working better you know if i if i just uploaded the audio recording last night it would be very low energy and you can tell that i'm just trying to get through my notes to finish the podcast and i don't feel like that right now i feel like i'm really um talking to people and just having a face helps i guess uh, even if it is my own face yeah um, so yeah, there are similarities in that both my podcast and my uh, live stream, uh, in both of them, I am trying to go through my, the thoughts in my head uh, and maybe find something that's funny for comedy or if not, find something or discover something about myself, which is also good, right? Which is also uh, enlightening and fun and um, I learned something out of it. So yeah, that's uh, that's the similarity. But the the difference is I go about it differently, right? With the with this podcast, I have to make a list of notes. I'm like, okay, let's explore this topic. Let's explore this topic and see what I have to say about this, and see if I while I'm on air or while I'm doing the recording, I might come up with something new on this. Uh, whereas with uh, live stream, because I am talking to people most of the time. That one is unplanned. I see where they want to go. I see what they want to talk about. And then sometimes they get to something where I try to relate uh, and I can. And I feel like, oh, okay, now that you've said that, this makes sense because I had this experience. And then I learned something about myself as well. And that is interesting. And sometimes I learn something about that's nothing to do with myself. Uh, just like the, the Ulaanbaatar thing, the fact that they have a comedy club in Ulaanbaatar, that is interesting, right? So yeah, that is uh, the difference between the two, really. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and also, of course, the did I mention already that the podcast is just audio and the live stream has visuals? Uh, I did, right? Yes, I just did. <laughs> okay, what else am I gonna talk about? Yeah, I feel like we're all just trying to do different things right i've i've been trying to do the learn about the podcast learn about youtube learn about facebook learn about live streaming and i feel like i have learned a little bit about each but i'm still learning very slowly and there is a lot more to learn and a lot of room for improvement and i feel like a lot of us moving from live performing arts and comedy to the online world we, that's what we're doing right now and of course, there is a lot of people who uh, I'll I'll, have, I'll say this about comedians. Comedians love to shit on each other if they have a chance, and uh, it's just our nature, right? Um, and comedians are not the most compassionate people sometimes, uh, and that's just the way things are. And these are not my words; these were the words of uh, Pete Johansson, uh, because uh, we were talking about how. Um, uh, this was many weeks ago when I was talking to Pete Johansson. We were talking about Bill Maher and how he uh, tried to have a laugh track because it was just... At first, he tried to do his um, monologue without the laugh track and it was just like the silence was just hitting him, you know. Um, and And it was so hard to watch and hard to deal with that he decided just to have a laugh track in there. In uh, A few episodes in, he started to have a laugh track in there. And of course, it's like he knows that other comedians are going to make fun of him, uh, of his laugh track, because that's what comedians do. Comedians always make fun of a laugh track, you know. Comedians always make fun of a few things. Laugh tracks, uh, prop comics, 
comedians who don't use props always make fun of prop comics for some reason. That's just the that's just the cliche or meme or culture that is in that. Um, it's you're expected to make fun of prop comics, and uh, I I feel like it's a bit mean, so I don't do it. But uh, yeah, it's a lot a lot of people do, and it seems like it's okay in uh, comedy comedy circles. And uh, so love track. Um, and then Bill Maher, he, he knew that comedians were going to make fun of uh, his love track. So he made fun of it first, you know, because he knows that comedians are a mean bunch of assholes. And uh, that's what you got to do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's, a, that's the other thing that uh, comedians, you might hear them saying is like, I, I don't want to start a podcast, you know, which is their way of saying like every comedian is starting a podcast out there. Uh, or every comedian is starting a live stream and I, I'm starting both uh, although the podcast started before this whole uh, pandemic thing uh, and I'm just trying a bunch of things right and some of it might not all of this might just go to waste because uh, in a way because like nobody might listen to it uh, and uh, my, maybe my listeners you know they it might not grow in fact this podcast I'm recording right now as if somebody's gonna listen to it and maybe it's going out to zero listeners this could be true uh, and if it's not true uh, thanks for listening um, but I feel like it's also in a way it's good it could be all going to waste but in a way it's not going to waste because it is an experiment right I, I do want to know how to do a podcast I at least now I know what a podcast is even like 10 episodes in, I still didn't really know what a podcast was, uh, why it had to go to so many different places, why it had to be broadcast to like different, different places. Why can't I just upload an audio file on my web page and ask people to download the audio file there, right? It's because people have their devices and they don't know how to download an audio file and it's just easier for them to understand a podcast. And it's harder for me to understand a podcast, uh, but yeah now now i do now i just thought okay this is the way people consume so just go there and meet them on wherever device they are using uh and i just accepted it i maybe i don't understand it but i accept it maybe that's closer to the truth um yeah that's i guess the the when i was talking about comedians being mean that's a little bit of like um Maybe there's a bit of uh, self-centeredness to it because uh, a few episodes ago I did mention like different people have different views on what comedy is online in the online world now, right? Some people think, oh, you should do traditional stand-up. Some people think, oh, you should do stand-up, but you might tweak it, you know, and put in some bells and whistles, have some sound effects, have some laugh tracks, and maybe some visuals, you know. And then some other people um, think like, uh, why do stand up at all? Stand up doesn't work. Um, why bother? You know. Um, so there are all these views out there, and there is a little bit of this going on, which is like, why don't you do what is the right type of comedy, which is what I am doing? You know, that's a little bit of that going on. Um, so everybody has their own views. Everybody is a little bit. Hmm. Maybe it needs to be a bit more open. And uh, I, I'm probably guilty of that as well. I feel like I'm trying a bunch of things and there's a bunch of things I haven't, there's a million things I haven't tried and uh, I could be because I feel like uh, those things, uh, I feel like they probably won't work. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm no better than anybody else. All right, I've been rambling for uh, almost 45 minutes and uh, it's just like, 
nonsense okay i'm gonna go guys i'll see you guys next week and uh, i promise i will try and tell a joke next week i have one that i've been working on and i'm not gonna ruin it for you guys by telling you half a joke so i'll save it for next week and i'll see you guys next week all right see you guys selamat hari raya happy raya uh, have a great day have a great week ahead and i'll see you guys next weekend bye